Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't like in a company, and I don't know like how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and like Jay Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that, remind me not to quote any hip hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said, it, "I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman." Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Good morning, everyone. Hope you are doing well on this Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Uh, looks like, uh, yeah, a few clouds around this morning. We're going to have a, a, a not a bad day at all today. High of about 55, maybe some sunshine a little bit later on in the day. Sunshine tomorrow and looking pretty good for Valentine's Day. Get this, a high of 64 And then on Thursday, sunny with a high of 66. Next chance of rain, it looks like uh, maybe Saturday, about a 40% chance. That has come down a little bit. The uh, Northeast dealing with a lot of snow. So those of you maybe traveling via airline today might want to call ahead and make sure everything is okay because they've got some real problems up the East Coast around the New York, Connecticut area with lots and lots of snow. So glad we're not dealing with that. Just a little bit cooler this morning than than what we've had. you know, this morning when you get out and about, it looks like it's about 38 now. 38. So it's, it's chilly. Hey, yeah, it's it's, chilly. it actually has gone down a little bit mm-hmm. from when we woke up. It's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yep, going How's the wrong way. How is it colder? Mm-hmm. It will get warmer. It's getting up to like 53 today, I think. If it's not windy, the dogs may actually get a walk. If it is windy, I'm going to explain to them that it's... It, it's it, windy, dogs. It's not raining here, but it's raining at the park, as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it should be. This afternoon should be pretty nice but uh, the rest of the week we'll get back into the 60s how it's been the last couple of weeks and it'll feel pretty good oh, so. i didn't think about this now the uh, uh you know the the special election to replace george santos is about to that's today mm-hmm. and it's snowing up there yeah which and means only the diehards are going to show up for this thing mm-hmm. it's going to cause some problems no doubt about it so well yeah. special elections always only bring in a certain kind of people you know I mean, you don't get the kind of turnout that you do on a regular election day. You're only voting for that one thing, which is that one representative. And, you know, George Santos was a Republican. He also talked a good game. 
turns out it was all lies. But uh, we got a couple of people. Swaza? I can't even pronounce the name. S-U-O-Z-A, something like that. Swozo. 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 And Pillips. Or Pillip. I I mean, you're just like, what are these, Dr. Seuss characters running? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Swozo's the guy who had it before Santos, and he, he stopped. He quit. And then Santos, so Santos ran against a different Democrat and won. And now, uh, you know, it's it's actually uh, <laughs> President Biden won this uh, district by eight points in 2020. So we, we don't know whether it looks or not, like Swoozy. Know, Swoozy. Swoozy. I mean, just Swoozy uh, and Pillip. You're and like, really? Mm-hmm. This is just weird. <laughs> and her name, her first name was like Maisie or something. Yes, Maisie Pillip. Maisie. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Anyway. Um, that's who's running right now. And, and uh, you know, New York, I mean, just automatically assume the Democrat is going to win. Although, when it comes to border control and immigration, uh, the uh, the Republican, Pillip, is is ahead on pretty much uh, all, all of, of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, have we done a background check on both of these? I would sure hope so. That, that they graduated from where they were, yeah. that they worked at the certain businesses that they worked at, yeah. that they have the experience, that they said, are we, are we checking all the boxes on these they two? They didn't, like, build people out of money for a <laughs> sick know? dog and then just keep the money themselves uh, like weasels. Let's really hope that they did their due diligence on uh, this replacement. Remember when George Santos was all about, oh, after they kick me out, I'm doing this and this, and there's going to be action, and blah, 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 and, of course, he's just disappeared we haven't heard from him since. <laughs> no, he, we haven't. And let's hope we don't hear any more from him. He's caused enough problems. World-class weasel. That's <laughs> what the man is. Ay, ay, ay. I'm telling you right now, I've I've reached my limit. I don't know. I'm, I would like to extricate myself. From what? Social media. Oh, you can't, Richard. We're in a business where you can't. I know. You have to dive deeper. <laughs> I, no, I don't have to dive deeper. You, gotta, I, you, know, you I, can't go away from it. You might can take a break and not look for a little bit. I but, think the only thing I can do is try to be the change that I want to see. Yeah. But I am so sick of the negativity that people, these these anonymous keyboard warriors, who aren't necessarily anonymous, in many cases their names are right there, but I and guess they don't they, care. No, they, they just don't care. They feel emboldened because they're not standing in front of you, and they know they're not going to get punched. Not that I would punch anybody, but you but know, you'd like to. Just, just <laughs> you know, minor thing. Well, I, I mean, part of it, I think, that really got under my skin was something that I mentioned yesterday. If everybody who was posting anti Taylor Swift stuff, I'm sick of her. I wish they'd lost to see her cry. I, I oh, this is a good role model with her chugging a beer. And, oh, this, she's you know, an whatever. adult. If she wants to drink a beer, drink a beer. What, what a horrible thirty-three-year-old grown woman! How dare she? It reminds me uh, of the basketball players where they're like, "Oh, yeah. I can't." You know, my son's watching you as a basketball player. Okay, he's a grown man and he's a basketball player. He's drinking a beer too. Whoa, he's do those things. Yes, but it, he's if, adulting. If everybody who was posting the negativity about Taylor Swift on social media just stopped doing it. 98% of all references to Taylor Swift would disappear, okay? So what I'm telling you is you're the problem, okay? It's it's not – I saw very little pro-Taylor Swift stuff. Uh, you know, every once in a while, a, a friend of mine would be like, I just love her and I'm gonna I'm rooting for the Chiefs because that or whatever. But that was 2% of what I saw. 98% of what I saw was just ugliness and unpleasantness and nastiness, and it just came across – as 
jealousy, really. Uh, yeah, just like, he, oh, you can't stand the fact that this girl is successful. And is, but it's not even it's not about Taylor Swift so much as it is about you and I have discussed this. We belong to a couple of Blackstone recipe groups. Oh, those get real nasty. No good reason for it. No. I'm sick of people posting uh, pictures of smash burgers. Can we have some other recipes? How about you come up with the, one? The greatest, though, in those Blackstone is when they need to re-season. And yeah. that's when people get really... And I'm like, seriously, people, we're talking about a griddle. Yeah. We're talking about cooking food, and y'all are just bashing people about how they don't know how to re-season a griddle. I'm like, this is horrible. Somebody will post a picture of something that happened to theirs, <laughs> right. and they're asking they're for, help. for help. They'll be like, hey, like, what do I do? Well, what have I done wrong here, and what do I need? You should get rid of that. You don't know what you're doing. You're like, <laughs> you're an idiot. Get rid a- of your Blackstone. You shouldn't even have a Blackstone. There's a person like, asking for help. And that's the response you're going to give them? And, and I'm running across that in everything. Everybody, somebody posts something, and immediately, within the first two or three responses, somebody posts something negative. I'm like, Why did you what, feel the need to do that? What is your problem? Why do you, why is that like your go-to immediately? Are you in a bad mood? If you're in a bad mood, maybe put social media down for a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't need well, to be interacting with Whether it's people. a text or whatever it may be, there's really not a need to do that. I mean, yeah. what does that benefit you to be negative toward whatever the topic is or whoever the person is? Well, and the Taylor Swift thing is is very, very interesting to watch because in the beginning it was like, oh, yeah, Look at this. She's helping to bring eyes to the NFL. And now it's just like mm-hmm. she hasn't done anything different. And yet people are like coming after, especially around the Super Bowl. And oh. I was like, what's different than when Taylor Swift first started dating Travis Kelsey and was up in the in the suite during the games and, and encouraging him? Oh, to no, win they, they hated more. it then, too. I'm like, wow. They hate it more now. The Jesus washing feet commercial on the Super Bowl. People oh, lost their minds over that. I'm like, you know what? It was a minute out of your life. You disagree with it? Whatever. My gosh, move it's on. a foot fetish ad. Yeah, just just move on. What? Just get it's on with your life. Believe what you want to believe. Yeah, When you have $7 million and can afford to buy 30 seconds of advertising time on the Super it. Bowl, you go ahead and, right. and do that, whatever story I you want to tell. I think some of that was there was like uh, in the background of one of the shots where this, uh, I think it was a pastor or a priest, was washing this woman's feet in the background on the building it, it was like an abortion, you know, a family planning clinic, something I like that. that yeah. So there were some images in there where I think some people had had some issues. I think the focus was supposed to be, you know, being loving and kind right. to all mankind. And, and that worked out really well with all the comments on social <laughs> right. media about the ad. It's, it went completely the so, opposite Somebody way. somehow missed the memo on that, you know? Anyway, I don't I don't know. Stop and think before the, if your first instinct is to go online and say something nasty about the post that you just read, stop and think for a second and say, "Do I really need to do this? Is it is it really essential? Who am I hurting? What who is this hurting? And what kind of difference am I making?" And if the answer is, "No, I'm just doing this because I think it'll be cathartic or fun or whatever." Walk away. We need online to be a happier, better, Mm -hmm. less uh, divisive space. And I just, I don't understand the rancor and I don't understand the unpleasantness. And and this is coming from somebody who, if you had, if we had had these things 30 years ago, I would have been that guy. 10 times out of 10, I would have been that guy. I was, I was one of the most negative, most unhappy people you'd ever meet. And I would have absolutely been the most sardonic SOB online you know, just waiting to throw something nasty out there. And, uh, 
you know, a little age puts a lot of perspective on you. And no, no doubt about it. And you try to tell a teen that right now when there's nastiness on social media, and it's just like, I promise you, this will go away one day. You, it's really nasty in that world. If you, think, if you think the Blackstone and some of these yeah. others are nasty, <laughs> woo! Oh yeah. Well, here's out. the good news. You can stop mothering now because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. he I'm knows all... everything. Oh, yes. He's 17 Absol- now. About to be 18. He's got it all covered. We, oh, I know that. He I'm... knows far more than you ever will. I'm well aware. <laughs> I am well aware. And every other parent that mm-hmm. as a Think kid about, that age knows it, About the time they turn 14, it's like, oh, okay, Mr. <laughs> I know everything. I'll just step out of the way over here. Sure, yeah. Let you Thank make you. You're making my life a lot mistakes. easier. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Uh, maybe you don't know everything when it comes to your taxes. Maybe you didn't file last year, or the year before, or maybe even the year before that. You know, once you don't file, it's sometimes when it gets, oh, I can't file next year. Well, you could. A lot of people don't know that. If you didn't file last year, it doesn't mean you can't file this year. You absolutely can, and you can make up for the mistakes and the problems uh, in the not-too-distant future. The guy to help you do that, Perry Cronin, CPA and owner of Axiom Tax Resolution Group, He's a fan of, let's get this taken care of now. Let's lift this burden off your shoulders so you don't have to think about it or worry about it any longer. You know, he can figure something out. In many cases, able to settle IRS tax debt for up to 85% off the original amount owed. I've heard story after story after story about what Perry Cronin is able to do for people who have $10,000 or more in IRS debt. He's local. You can sit right across a table or a desk from him and talk to him about exactly what it is he can do for you. Axiom Tax Resolution Group is at 872-1100. 872-1100. It is a no-judgment zone. Perry doesn't care how you get into this situation. He's only interested in getting you out. Axiom Tax Resolution Group, 872-1100, 872-1100, or 205-TAX.com. 720 Dixon and Vining at Talk 99.5, talk99.5.com. Good morning to you. A little chilly out there this morning. Grab yourself a jacket and things will uh, start to improve as we go through the day today and a nice looking rest of the week pretty much until we get to to Saturday. Speaking of uh, the weather and the rain that we had, man, we had some serious heavy, heavy rain. And if uh, you notice that your gutters weren't working the way that they should, maybe it's time to replace those gutters. Many times people go, well, I don't I don't know a gutter person. Well, I do, and his name is Daniel, and he's a great guy. He is a veteran of the military, and this is all that he and his crew of guys does all day long. They provide those seamless six-inch gutters, uh, the installation and the repair. He's got the gutter covers, too, a lot of different styles. He can talk to you about that. Uh, but the best thing to do right now is to call Daniel. Here's his direct number, 205 422-3034. Tell him that you would like him to come out and give you a free estimate. I think you will be pleasantly surprised where his estimate is versus some of the bigger companies. So tell Daniel that I sent you. He will give you a 10% discount on your gutters. Get that free estimate, but get those gutters up on your house so the water is moving away from your foundation and not toward it. And if you have gutters and they need repair, well, he can do that too. Here's Daniel's number again, 205 205- 422-3034. Put it in your phone. 422-3034. Noble Contractors online at noblecontractorsala.com. And now it's Dixon and Vining's top three things you need to know today. Well, we've got more that has come out about that shooting incident at Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. The shooter identified, uh, I guess, as a woman. 
but she also identifies sometimes as a man. So I don't know what we have there. Sometimes okay? yard furniture. I don't. I, we don't yeah. even know. It's this is this is y'all stay with us. Entered the church with a long gun, began shooting. Two uh, off-duty officers engaged her and eliminated her. She was accompanied by a five-year-old boy. That age is all over the map as well. We've heard seven. We've heard four. We've heard eight. So we'll stay with five for now. Um, Apparently, this child, very unfortunately, shot in the head in this incident. Also, a 57-year-old male who was a bystander was shot and is expected to survive. The 36-year-old shooter, woman, man, we don't know, has a long criminal history dating back to 05, also has a history of mental illness, previous charges, assault, weapons, marijuana, possession, forgery charges. In 2016, she was held in an emergency detention due to mental illness. Mm-hmm. Investigators found an anti-Semitic writing, uh, had issues with Jewish relatives. She had written across her weapon uh, the words Free Palestine. There was an issue with her ex-husband, who's in a Florida jail, and the mother of the ex-husband apparently attended the church where the shooting occurred. So there is a lot to unpack with this individual. Yep. But those are some of the facts that we know right now, and I'm sure there's more to come. She is no longer with us, of course. Uh, She has passed away, and I love the uh, statement that's being made. Well, she was able to buy an AR-15 legally, even though her mental illness was known to police. Okay, police aren't who you check with when you're buying a weapon. You check with the FBI, and if they didn't send that information up, to, to to the federal level to let them know we got a crazy person here, then, yeah, your background check is not going to turn that up. Yep, that's exactly right. And, yeah, when I saw that, too, I was like, no, <laughs> this is all wrong. You, you guys don't really understand how the background checks work, do <laughs> that's you? That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Big news here. The Senate uh, early, early, early this morning passed that $95 billion foreign aid bill, which is supposed to assist Ukraine. Here we go dumping more money into a war that we don't know the end of. Also going to Israel, um, and also notice that it, some of that money is going to be going to Taiwan as well. Now, here's the interesting part. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance yesterday, and then followed by Senator Rand Paul, they're both sounding the alarms on this bill, which again, unfortunately has passed. Um, it, it says that it could be used down the road to impeach former President Donald Trump if Donald Trump is reelected in November. Now, remember, Trump said that he would end the war in Ukraine within 24 hours of gaining office. He will make those efforts. Don't know that that will happen within 24 hours. But anyways, he's saying he's going to end it. So what this means that that also any funding to Ukraine, Trump's hands will be tied. And here we go again, where they can draft legislation to maybe impeach him because Again, he's ended the war, but the money has to still go to Ukraine. This, so this bill is bad because of some of the verbiage that's in it. It's got to pass through the House, and yeah. it's got to keep that language in it. We'll see whether or not that actually happens. Um, and then, of course, it's got to get signed into law by the president. We'll see where this thing goes. I think uh, re- Republicans in the House are a little nonplussed by this whole thing as well. They're kind of tired of it, looking at it and saying, you know, uh, do we have an end game? What's happening they, here? Why they, are we continuing to pour good money after bad when it comes to Ukraine? They don't. They, that, and that is the problem. We can't just keep funding this war. I mean, think about it. $95 billion? Yeah. $95 billion? $60 billion of it going to Ukraine. Golly. At some point, you're just like, how many more people have to die before we go, okay, everybody just stay where you are and we'll call this a draw? And once again, how about we go back to the southern border? Why aren't we worried about what's going on in our country and the influx of people from all over the world, and yet we're more focused on Ukraine? And No offense, Israel. We do care, Israel. Sure. And they, they need some 
finance in, in Taiwan. Uh, what, what are we doing here? Let's focus on our southern border and let's make sure that is secure before we turn our focus to all these other countries and the billions of dollars that are going to them. And in every instance, we're still borrowing money that we don't have in order to do these things. I mean, you a couple of years ago went through and you cut out all of the streaming services and stuff you didn't need. Mm -hmm. You trimmed back on your watch. You know, you're like, oh, the Internet is too expensive. I can get it cheaper over here, whatever. America needs to do this like nobody's business. I I think I ended up when I finally, when everything was said and done, saving about $200 a month. I was like, man, that's a lot of money a year. Imagine if we were able to save $200 billion a month as a country. It'd be like, what could we actually achieve with that? Somebody needs to do a complete auditing. Absolutely. Sit down and figure out where we're wasting well, money. Cause... Why don't we start with the IRS employees? That's a good 87,000. That was unnecessary. Good gracious. Superfluous, I say. All right. Crime is getting worse in New York due to the number of illegal immigrants that are flooding that city. And Mayor Eric Adams believes that expanding a curfew at 2020 migrant shelters could help. The curfew will be from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. and will impact about 3,600 migrants, most of whom are single young men. There was a group of illegal immigrants that attacked two New York police officers. We saw that. Then another incident in Times Square where a 15-year-old Venezuelan boy shot a tourist after robbing a store. He also fired shot he also fired shots at officers that were chasing him down. So New York has a big problem. They're not the only one. Chicago, huge problem. Denver now with another huge problem. Once again, shut down the southern border. Why are we playing around with this? We are talking about the security of this nation. We've got people coming in from China. Uh, We've got people coming in from Russia. We've got people coming to our country literally from all over the world through the southern border, and we have no idea who these people are, and it's happening day in and day out. And it's not, there's there's no end in sight. None. My favorite part of this story, which comes to us from News Nation, though, reads thusly, Police Commissioner Edward Caban claimed a wave of what he called migrant crime has washed over the city. But when pressed for details to back this up, police and city officials said they couldn't provide them. The city does not track crime trends by suspects nationally, according to the Associated Press. In fact, the AP writes, most categories of crime are down since the surge of migrant arrivals began uh, 18 months ago. So this is News Nation and AP. People who blithely report, well, there's 22,000 dead, according to Hamas. You just go, and you're not going to check that? Mm-mm. You're not even going to look into it? You're not going to question this at all? You don't post anything about that they didn't back this up with any evidence. But when the NYPD says, damn, these migrants are committing a lot of crime. Well, there's no evidence of that. That's just <laughs> you saying so. <laughs> you uh, kind of pick and choose who those, you believe there, don't you, boys? those two officers that got assaulted on the yeah. on the side of the road, on the street there. Right. Right there on the sidewalk. Here's something That's I can them. tell you. And this, I, I say this all the time. Uh whether or not there's more crime or less crime in New York City, if we didn't have that 160,000 immigrants in New York City, there would undoubtedly be less crime because some of them are committing crimes. And if they weren't there, they wouldn't be able to commit crimes in New York City. There would undoubtedly be less crime. It's a little bit like if you took all the drunk drivers off the road, accidents would go down. End of story. It's you very know, simple. It's, it's, it ain't rocket science. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Why News Nation feels the que- need to question this, I don't know. Eh, cloudy, gray, overcast, that's all right. It will get up to 53 today. No rain in the forecast today or tomorrow. In fact, none until uh, Saturday, and that's a 40% chance right now. We hope that drops as the week wears on. Kind of tired of the... Of the rain? The rainy the weekend, you yeah, know? I am, yeah, we're, we're in weekend. that pattern. We've had, what, three or four weekends of that? Yeah. 
Yeah, we need to break out of it. Maybe this is the weekend. We just get a little bit. I was a little surprised yesterday at about, uh, I want to say, what was it, 3.30, quarter to 4. And uh, I thought, okay, the rain is out of here. It's gone. And then, oh, the sky just <laughs> opened up on me. I was like, oh, well, oh, no. there you go. Never be too sure of anything, maybe I that, guess. Maybe huh? that's the last band of rain. Okay. Oh, that could be it. Uh, Dixon of Vining, <laughs> Talk 99.5, Talk 99.5.com. Enjoy the nicer weather up into the 60s. Tomorrow's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to feel good. It will be Valentine's Day, and it might be time to, for you to think about your Valentine. Let me tell you what, if the two of you are sleeping on one of those mattresses that's all saggy, you're like waking up in the morning going, oh, my lower back is killing me. Well, now is the time to get yourself a new mattress. How about one? You can get it for Valentine's Day. This is part of Lanius Furniture's President's Day sale that's going on now through the 24th of this month. $100 off for every $1,000 spent on furniture, up to $800 off Stearns & Foster mattresses. That's at Lanius Furniture right now. So if you need a mattress, this is one of the best times to go buy a mattress. Get yourself a discount on that mattress. And up to 48 months financing on any of those mattresses as well. They've got a huge selection. New showroom in Kimberly. Go by and see Reggie and the gang at Lanius Furniture. And you'll find just about anything, too, as well, when you're talking about furniture for your home. They've got a huge selection. And those mattresses. And the Lazy Boys. Don't forget to check those out, too. Maybe make that a gift for Valentine's Day. LaniusFurnitureCompany.com. LaniusFurnitureCompany.com. Go by and see Lanius Furniture today in their new showroom in Kimberley. All right. I want to make this come alive for you. I want okay. you to feel come alive. the moment that this actually took place. This is in a suburb of San Francisco. It's called Vallejo, California. And police officers were called to a store in response to a report about a burglary. It was a 700 block of Admiral Callahan Lane, and this happened on Friday. The uh, store owners gave the authorities a description of the suspect and the Hyundai Sonata with a reported stolen license plate that was Waiting outside, police patrol units spotted the stolen vehicle, attempted to stop the driver, resulting in an 11-mile chase. 11-mile chase through the streets of Vallejo. <laughs> Off he goes in his Hyundai Sonata. There's no <laughs> sirens. He's tearing it. Wee, wee, no, that's behind him. Wrong country. Oh, sorry. You'll never catch me, on he goes. The race continues. Ooh, they're catching up. Ah, oh I know. <laughs> look, didn't, didn't know this story look, would come with look, all the sound a, effects. There's one of those tow trucks that's got the, the platform on it. <laughs> watching Lethal Weapon a little bit lately. Starsky and Hutch. And then, then yes. uh, the, the passenger... Opens the door oh, at Lord. 50 miles an hour and does a Mannix roll out of the car. Oh, my God. 50 miles an hour. I'm bailing out. Oh, my God. They're going to get us. Whoa. Do we, do we stop and get the guy? No, keep going. Here are the cops. They keep following right. this guy. Why, why are we chasing this guy? Well, he stole something oh. from the store. Oh, gosh. And he, and, and he finally ends up crashing. The, he the, Hyundai the, Sonata, the Hyundai Sonata hits a light pole. It's over for the Sonata. There's the steam coming up. <laughs> they, they get... They get the driver. Al, they go come back out of and, here, sir. They go back and get your hand handcuffs here. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've never done anything like this before. I put your hands behind your back. They tased him. They go and 
try to find the guy involved. who rolled out of the car, right? Did the Mannix roll at 50, oh. and they searched the neighborhood, and uh, there's a neighbor. He's outside weed whacking. He's like, hey, you're looking for the guy? There's someone hiding in my backyard. So they go uh, into the backyard, and they find this guy hiding in the bushes, mm -hmm. and they arrest him. He is, in fact, a previously convicted felon. His crime this time? Yes. Stole $900 worth of Lego. Well, of course, I mean, you've got to chase this guy see, down. Well, I can see why I he made a run for it, too. It ran for the border. It was like $900 <laughs> worth of Legos. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, they just walked out of a toy store with $900 worth of Legos uh, and made a run for it. If it was like 900 or less, you just you let him go, Apparently right? not. Apparently. Not when it comes to Legos. <laughs> That's the problem here. I, I have a question for you. Anytime we get one of these stories, yeah. can we always do it the way that you just presented it? Absolutely, I promise. Sound effects and From all. this point on. You even have to practice the whole night before, though. I want to try I mean, to make it come alive for the listener. That's the <laughs> You got to make it come alive. It has to be like you have to be there. I you was there. Are there? I was in the car. Here's my with question. With a cop, can I be there? I'm trying to figure. Nine hundred dollars worth of Lego. That's a lot of Lego. Is it a lot though? Really? I don't know. They're expensive. I hope they were in a bag. Because otherwise, I mean, that's just a whole lot of rattling around while you're I, turning corners I, I, at 55 I, miles an hour in a Hyundai. I'm looking at the police officer who has got the Lego sets that were stolen, and they don't appear to have been in a bag. Have you, have you bought a Lego set lately? Like I have not. They're, it, it's expensive. That's what I'm Legos thinking. Legos are not cheap. That, he's got like six boxes in front of him. I'm like, that's $900? Okay. Mm. You're, I mean, you're looking 60, 70 bucks sometimes for whatever. And again, the sets are, you know, you get the little teeny, you know, small box of them, and then there's yeah. the bigger Lego sets. But yeah, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. I read about a guy who, on his, uh, the, the wedding registry, asked for this massive Lego. I, I don't remember if it was the That's Death for Star. Legos for the registry? Or if it, yeah, and his wife Seriously? was like, you're out of your mind, because this thing was real. It was like $1,200. Oh, my heavens. And somebody got it for him. Oh, that's, Somebody gave it to him. Well, she was like, he really wanted it. I cannot believe that you took this as a man. We need silverware and dishes. We don't need a Lego set. So he <laughs> parks the thing like in the attic, mm -hmm. and they eventually have a child a couple years later. And when the kid turns five, he and the kid start working on the Lego thing, and they get it done by the time the kid is like six and a half, seven years old. So it it all paid off. That was the deal That's he made sweet. her is that I won't I won't touch it until we actually have a child who can help me create this thing. Mm -hmm. I, I was it an aircraft carrier? I think it may have been an aircraft carrier. It was like some massive yeah. huge Lego thing. I you know, nowadays and I'm looking at these Lego sets and they're all something. Oh look, here's Transformers and here's a Lego set that looks like the Millennium Falcon and here's a Lego set over here. We just had Lego sets, right? Yeah, it was just plain Legos. Yeah. That's all it was. You would just get like a box of bricks. Here, here's a bunch of bricks. Some, they were different colors, and Do that was about it. That. Right, make, build it. Make that something. Yeah. Hey, there's Make wheels. a house. Make a yeah. something with it. You'd get, sometimes you'd get the set. You'd have wheels in there. Mm -hmm. We had this giant uh, yarn box. My mom was a knitter. And uh, it was this giant box. Now, of course, it's probably, if I went back and saw it, I'd be like, I can't believe I ever thought that box was giant. But uh, we threw every Lego set that we ever got in there. If we got something for Christmas, we would just open it up and dump it directly into the box with the rest of the Lego, right? And eventually that box became so heavy, you'd have to get Dad. Dad, could you get the box off the shelf for us and bring it down here? We want to play with the Lego. You make sure those get back in the box. I don't want to step on that with stock and feed later. And you always stepped on always. it. Always. It was always a piece Most of Most painful experience in of the world. Life. That's how they got people to talk in Guantanamo Bay.
They made them walk Here's. across Legos with, <laughs> instead of fire with bare feet. Yeah. Here, uh, but what was I mean? You go back to that era. Did you have a favorite toy as a child that was like this is the go-to? The slinky was a big deal, and and um, once you've made it go downstairs a yeah. couple of times, what what else can you do? Well, with it, really? I know that was you know yeah. uh, the the play-doh was always a a fun thing to yeah. do. The Easy Bake Oven spent forever with that thing. Sure. Oh, yeah. Could have opened a business. I could have. Yeah. Small. Everything was little itty bitty. <laughs> Talk about a small business. Yeah. Very small business. Very small. Um, I, I, and here, I'll give you an example of some of the Lego sets. I mean, they, they range from 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, a, a dinosaur. It's 12 bucks. And then they go all the way up to like $399. $400 yeah, for Yeah, $400. So the range is all over the place, but, depend, you know, with yeah. what they stole, it looks like they got some of the higher-end boxes. They got about six or seven boxes yeah. here. That's about it, which is enough to make me feel like I can see why you ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. I, was, I, I got a yo-yo once. Oh, yeah. That was I, a big deal for a while. Well, I thought it was I was just like, ah, it's just a yo-yo. It's not, you know, yeah. Then all what the tricks you, you do could with do, it? yeah. Right, and then I started learning about tricks, and I was like, oh, suddenly I was Mr. Yo-Yo, you know? Mm-hmm. Suddenly I had that thing with me all the time. I was at school. I'm like, look, I'm walking the dog. I'm rocking the baby. The baby in the cradle. Look at this. Around the world. Here we go. Uh, I was dangerous with that thing. Yeah. I, I don't think no, I, we were dangerous with those clacker the clackers, things that we got at the fair. They would just uh, the cla- you explode. knock people out. Oh, my, my mom actually bought us clackers. Did she? I had a green set and my, my the, sister had a purple set. I had Mine a purple didn't set. shatter, but hers did. Really? Yeah. Huh. Shattered into a million pieces. Hey, what were our parents thinking buying us those? Well, I'd we be didn't like, no, know. no. We weren't wearing helmets, riding bikes either. We didn't know they were going to shatter. We didn't know we shouldn't be riding in the car between mom and dad in the seat with no seatbelt either. Yeah. Eee. I mean, you know, that was to me, that was sort of survival of the fittest. So one of the reasons we have so many stupid people around today is that we we actually belt them in and we they don't have know. all these safety precautions. Yeah, so we have them wear helmets. <laughs> if, if you were our age and you did something stupid and you screwed up and died, well, that's just survival of the fittest. Sorry. So now they don't know until they're in adulthood, oh, yeah. and then they they, oh. they don't they don't have any coping skills. They show up at work they don't every know day. What to do with it? Can't figure out why no one's giving them a trophy. It's a nightmare. <laughs> or a cup of coffee. Yeah. Here, Joe. What's going on here? Have some coffee. Can't believe I got to work a forty-hour week. This coffee's <laughs> too hot. I spilled it on myself. I'm suing somebody. That's the problem today. Uh, no doubt I, about I gotta, it. I got to give props now to the nine hundred dollar Lego stealers. They 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 went after what they wanted. By God. They made a run for it. Apparently, they were selling them like yes. on the. I didn't know there was a black Lego market. I bet there is. Probably putting them on eBay or something like that. Mm-hmm. How much could Making you get for you buy? You steal nine hundred dollars worth of Lego. You go sell them for what? Four fifty. What's the street value of that Lego? That's what <laughs> I want to know. Value. You're not selling drugs. You're selling Psst. Legos. Hey, buddy. As far as you know, you want to buy a Lego? Look at this. I got the whole set over here. He's got it inside. Let's talk about your phone system and how terrible it is. It's not a terrible phone system, don't get me wrong. I mean, your business is fine and the phone system is okay, but you're overpaying for it probably. You, you know, you could get uh, all the voicemail, all the forwarding, everything you need, everything you have right now in a phone system, voice over IP, that is most likely going to be less expensive, and the service is going to be way better. You have a problem with your phone system. You can count on eTech to get right on it immediately. Day or night, weekends too. This is what they do. They understand your phone system is the lifeblood of your business, and without it, you ain't getting much done, which is why when you contact them and say, I've got a problem, 
Suddenly you don't have a problem anymore. I love these guys. E-Tech Communications. Visit online to find out more about how you can lower your cost and improve your phone system's value. E-T-E-C-H dot C-C. E-Tech dot C-C. Go there. Save money. Thank me later. 750-TALK-995-TALK-995.com. Podcast people are going to have fun with that. Uh, Little GTO. That's the song you're listening to. If you're listening to the podcast, you're not listening to it. You're listening to me just do the wah-wah part. Pretty good, Richard. Somebody has wah, to wah, do wah. it. Wah-wah-wah. That's what I'm here Man, for. a lot of sound effects today. A little bit like the siren. Uh-huh. E wants to know what he turned on the radio to. That He's was like, a you are there moment, E. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you Morning, missed it. E. It was all about what you do for a living. Drive, baby. All about the drive. You imagine him in a GTO. No. Go, E. Uh, you need a booster seat. That's the problem. Mr. Bugs, M-R-B-U-G-G-S dot com. Mr. Bugs dot com. They know what bugs you. And as this weather continues to fluctuate, it's warm, it's cold, it's warm, it's cold, it's wet, it's dry, it's warm, it's wet, it's warm, it's dry. It's warm, it's cold, it's cold and wet. Okay. We're all over the map here, and the bugs just are like, can we just get a little sanity? Can we just get someplace where it's the same temperature all the time? How about inside the house? Yeah, that's where they really want to be. They'd like to be there in the kitchen. They want to be under the sink. They want to be somewhere nearby where there's food and where the temperature remains solid. Well, getting rid of them is the job of Mr. Bugs. I mean, killing them and then keeping the other ones out, that's their entire deal. They do that with the small rodents as well, and they do it very well. doesn't matter whether you're on a slab or you're on a crawl space, whatever it may be. They can handle all of this for you, including termite bonding and mosquito reduction. Mr. Bugs, M-R-B-U-G-G-S dot com, in business for better than 40 years. Always send the same tech. Always Send the same tech. I love that. And that is what you're going to appreciate. Hey, hold on a second. What's the matter? Oh, yeah. oh, there you my, go. My, my computer just told me that my battery's running low. I'm like, oh, I thought no. I was plugged in. What's going on over here? I need his some ba- answers. Folks, his battery's my battery low. is running low. Come What's on. going on? Let's Why recharge. am I not plugged in? I need answers. Too many sound effects. You okay That's what that? it is, really. <laughs> it's uh, 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 Mr. Bugs, MRVU, GGS.com, 941-6252. Okay. Uh, it is 7.52, and before my, my battery up and dies on me, because for some reason... It wasn't plugged in. It is plugged in. Okay. And it's still acting Uh-oh. like I'm working on battery alone. Oh, no. I need some answers Make here. Make sure everything's all connected uh, so Clearly here. not. Clearly. Something is horribly wrong. Something has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Um, there has never been a time when the third-party impact on a presidential election has been so big. Never. Even Ross Perot didn't have this kind of effect on a, on, a, on a presidential election. And here's why. More than one third-party candidate that could feasibly get some votes here. If right now you look at what's going on with Trump and Biden, and if you go nationwide, Trump is up by two. If you add the third-party candidates in, get a load of this, suddenly up by four. Because... Biden loses four, Trump loses two, so he's now up by four. Yeah, and what they're saying is possibly you've got Robert F. Kennedy getting 8%, Mm -hmm. mostly from people who are frustrated with Biden, but also some Trump people who are like, I think we can do better. Talked a little bit about Joe Manchin. We've heard his name thrown around Joe Manchin with a no-labels candidate gets 3%. Mm -hmm. Independent Cornell West gets 2%. That's great. For African-Americans who are sick to death of the 
immigrant situation and going, you guys are treating these newcomers who came here illegally better than you treat us. What is the deal? So Cornell West ends up getting some of those vote. And then Green nominee Joel Stein, she's the presumed nominee, and supposed libertarian candidate Lars Mapstead, which sounds really presidential, uh, they get 1% apiece. So now we're talking about what? Are we talking 8 plus 3? That's 11, plus 2 is 13, and an extra 2 is 15. That's 15 points that are taken away from either of the two main candidates here. Now, things could change. You could end up with Manchin actually getting the um, the Green Party, for instance. Or it could be that Cornell West goes and gets the Green Party. One of those two. I don't think that Manchin is going to get the Green Party because he's not really a green energy guy. No. But they're just looking at different scenarios for how you can feasibly end up with less than five third-party candidates here. And, yeah, uh, it, it could have a major, major impact on how this this election plays out this year. Robert F. Kennedy maybe at the top of that list? With... Oh, yeah, yeah. With 8%, mm -hmm. no question. I mean, he would, he would be the biggest uh, gainer here. Uh, no Labels originally said, well, we're not going to run a candidate unless we think they can win. I got news for you. No third-party candidate really has a chance to win. If Ross Perot couldn't do it, nobody can. Yeah, and, and and I threw this out to you earlier this morning in the break. You know, what happens with the Democratic Party? That's right. We're so unclear with that. There was all that talk of Joe Biden running uh, against Donald Trump in November, but with all the information that now we knew about mm -hmm. but is now in writing and is in everybody's face, what does the Democratic Party do? We are beginning to wonder whether or not the Democratic Party is going to start edging him toward the exit. But the reality is that's a lot harder than it sounds. I mean, it's not just a question of the powers that be coming in and going, no, 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 that's it for him. He's done. Give him the hook. Let's slide Kamala in there. Because they don't want Kamala to begin with. If they end up with Kamala because they slide Joe in and he's some by some miracle of you know mail-in ballots wins and they end up with Kamala, they can live with that. But running her is not really their choice, which means they somehow have to get rid of the guy who's at the top of the ticket, keep the person who's second, and somehow slide some new person in on top of her. And, and who is that, that going to be? It's not I mean, that she's never had people on top of her before, but that's neither okay, here nor there. Okay, What? Um, <laughs> Willie Brown. Anyway. Move along, yeah, Richard. Just right. move along. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, so, yeah, they, they would somehow have to figure out, or just jettison the whole ticket and start over again and go like, all right, you got Gavin Newsom and uh, Gretchen Whitmer, and we're going to run those two. But how exactly do you go about doing that? There's no real mechanism for making that happen. So they're, they're, they're left with leaving Joe Biden in the position as president until November. I, and, uh, or, and, and in the meantime, come up with you know a, a new VP and VP. They're kind of that are on the ticket. stuck with the delicious problem that a lot of our listeners and, and in many cases our advertisers have had, and I've spoken with them at length about this, which is, well, I hired this person because I wanted to be diverse, and now I can't fire them even though they're terrible at their job because if I do, I'm going to get sued because they're a minority. And they're going to claim that the only reason I fired them is because they're a minority. So you have to keep these meticulous records about how this person showed up late on this day and on this day and this day. And here's other things that they did wrong and they're stealing and so on and so forth. You know, stuff you don't have to do if you're dealing with a, a, an employee who's not uh, a minority 
and you are able to just go, hey, Jenkins, you're doing a terrible job. You're, you're fired. Out. Yeah. Grab, here's your cardboard box. Here's your pink slip. Get out. Um, the Democratic Party is now having to deal with that and going like, how do we get rid of Kamala and not make it look like we're sliding white boy Gavin Newsom in in place of a, an African-American female? Because let's face it, she's awful. And, and she's not awful because she's black. She's just awful. Mm-hmm. And she's black. I mean, it doesn't matter what, what her color she is. Well, and we she said, happens to be black, but she's terrible at her job. We said early on that if something were to happen to Joe Biden, and that's what Donald Trump is trying to do and, and to signal to everybody, I want to make sure that the candidate that is my running mate could step in it feasibly any time mm-hmm. and run this country just as if I were in place. No one feels that way about Kamala Harris in the position that she's in right now. And that's why all this time she's not moved in there and they're still not talking about moving her into that position Yeah, because nobody feels confident with her. Nobody, nobody does. She's actually, she was asked about it recently. Are you ready to step in or something? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. She's so not ready. This is a woman who gave a speech the other day about how today is today (laughs) and tomorrow, today will be tomorrow. Tomorrow will be today. Today will be yesterday tomorrow. You're just like, oh, my God, just stop. Just stop. And by the way, in her usual fashion, she sounded rip-roaring drunk while she was doing it. I mean, she sounded just absolutely loaded. Maybe gummies during the day or something? What are we doing there? Like I said, a whole lot of her speeches make sense if you run it through a filter of she's on something. (laughs) If she's high or she's drunk, you're like, oh, yeah, now that makes sense. That sounds exactly like what a drunk person would say. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Everybody play along. Eight o'clock. Dixon and Vining. Talk 99.5. Talk 99.5.com. More of just this kind of stuff coming up in the next hour, including a look at what's going on in our three things you need to know today. Tomorrow, we got a special guest coming on the show. We'll tell you more about that later. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! Yay! 
the Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen.